Chapter 15 of The Tale of Old Mr. Crow by Arthur Scott Bailey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Mr. Crow's New Coat. When Mr. Crow decided, one fall, that he would stay in Pleasant Valley during the winter instead of going south, he remembered at once that he would need a thick overcoat that was when he went to mr frog's tailor shop for mr frog you know was a tailor i want you to make me a warm overcoat mr crow told him can you do it certainly said mr frog you've come to the right place everybody says that i'm the best tailor in pleasant valley and that was quite true because he was the only one what you'll have stripes checks or spots mr frog asked briskly what do you suggest mr crow replied he had not thought much about his new coat except that he wanted it to be warm spots by all means said mr frog i always wear em myself they're the best to my mind for if you happen to get a spot on your coat what's one spot more that's a good idea mr crow said and how much will you ask to make me a spotted coat i charge by the spot said mr frog the more spots the more the coat will cost so i'll advise you to take a coat with large spots because there'll be fewer of em and the price will be less that's a good idea too said old mr crow you may make my coat of this he pointed to a piece of blue cloth with yellow spots about the size of a dollar and a quarter good said mr frog then he measured mr crow and then he measured the cloth and then he scratched some figures on a flat stone there'll be thirteen spots on your coat and that will make just thirteen that you owe me thirteen what asked mr crow ah that's the question said mr frog mysteriously i'll tell you when your coat's finished and you can pay me then it's what is known as spot cash he added very well mr crow answered and i'll come back tomorrow said the tailor when tomorrow came mr crow flew over to the pond where mr frog had his tailor's shop and that spry gentleman slipped mr crow's new coat upon him while mr crow stood stiffly in the middle of the floor mr frog pulled the coat here and patted it there he backed away and looked at it with his head on one side and then he stood on his head and looked at it with his legs dangling in the air it's a perfect fit he assured mr crow finally and then he caught up a needle and thread and busied himself behind mr crow's back for a long time what are you doing mr crow inquired at last i'm getting tired of standing still just fixing it answered mr frog i'll be finished in a minute and he was he stuck his needle into mr crow to let him know it was done mr crow jumped halfway across the room 
Why did you do that? he asked hotly. I wanted to break my thread, Mr. Frog explained pleasantly. It's the quickest way of breaking a thread that I know of. You look out, or I'll break something else for you, Mr. Crow squawked, for he was thoroughly enraged. And now, he added, I'll pay you what I owe before leaving. I owe thirteen of something. Then Mr. Frog surprised him. I've decided not to take any pay, he announced. I hear that thirteen is an unlucky number. Is that so? Mr. Frog exclaimed. Perhaps it is. If you had stuck your needle into me thirteen times, it certainly would have been unlucky for you. On the whole, Mr. Crow was well pleased with his bargain. He was glad that he had asked Mr. Frog to make a coat for him. Indeed, if only the tailor had not stabbed him with his needle, he would have returned to the shop at once and ordered Mr. Frog to make him a pair of trousers with thirteen spots on them. End of chapter 15 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen Vancouver, B.C.